0: Welcome to Immerse Prophets, reading for week 9, day 45. While Jeremiah was still confined in the courtyard of the guard, the Lord gave him this second message. This is what the Lord says, The Lord who made the earth, who formed and established it, whose name is the Lord. Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says You have torn down the houses of this city, and even the king's palace, to get materials to strengthen the walls against the siege ramps and swords of the enemy. You expect to fight the Babylonians, but the men of this city are already as good as dead, for I have determined to destroy them in my terrible anger. I have abandoned them because of all their wickedness. Nevertheless, The time will come when I will heal Jerusalem's wounds and give it prosperity and true peace. I will restore the fortunes of Judah and Israel and rebuild their towns. I will cleanse them of their sins against me and forgive all their sins of rebellion. Then this city will bring me joy, glory, and honor before all the nations of the earth. The people of the world will see all the good I do for my people, and they will tremble with awe at the peace and prosperity I provide for them. This is what the Lord says. You have said, This is a desolate land, where people and animals have all disappeared. Yet in the empty streets of Jerusalem and Judah's other towns, there will be heard once more the sounds of joy and laughter. The joyful voices of bridegrooms and brides will be heard again along with the joyous songs of people bringing thanksgiving offerings to the Lord. They will sing, Give thanks to the Lord of heaven's armies, for the Lord is good. His faithful love endures forever. For I will restore the prosperity of this land to what it was in the past, says the Lord. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. This land, though it is now desolate and has no people and animals, Will once more have pastures where shepherds can lead their flocks? Once again, shepherds will count their flocks in the towns of the hill country, the foothills of Judah, the Negev, the land of Benjamin, the vicinity of Jerusalem, and all the towns of Judah. I, the Lord, have spoken. The day will come, says the Lord, when I will do for Israel and Judah all the good things I have promised them. In those days and at that time, I will raise up a righteous descendant from King David's line. He will do what is just and right throughout the land. In that day, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this will be its name. The Lord is our righteousness. For this is what the Lord says. David will have a descendant sitting on the throne of Israel forever. And there will always be Levitical priests to offer burnt offerings and grain offerings, and sacrifices to me. Then this message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord says, If you can break my covenant with the day and the night, so that one does not follow the other, only then will my covenant with my servant David be broken. Only then will he no longer have a descendant to reign on his throne. The same is true for my covenant with the Levitical priests who minister before me and as the stars of the sky cannot be counted, and the sand on the seashore cannot be measured, so I will multiply the descendants of my servant David and the Levites who minister before me. The Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, Have you noticed what people are saying? The Lord chose Judah and Israel and then abandoned them. They are sneering and saying that Israel is not worthy to be counted as a nation but this is what the Lord says. I would no more reject my people than I would change my laws that govern night and day, earth and sky. I will never abandon the descendants of Jacob or David, my servant, or change the plan that David's descendants will rule the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Instead, I will restore them to their land and have mercy on them. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came with all the armies from the kingdoms he ruled. And he fought against Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. At that time, this message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go to King Zedekiah of Judah and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I am about to hand this city over to the king of Babylon, and he will burn it down. You will not escape his grasp, but will be captured and taken to meet the king of Babylon face to face. Then you will be exiled to Babylon. But listen to this promise from the Lord, O Zedekiah, king of Judah. This is what the Lord says. You will not be killed in war, but will die peacefully. People will burn incense in your memory, just as they did for your ancestors, the kings who preceded you. They will mourn for you, crying, Alas, our master is dead. This I have decreed, says the Lord. So Jeremiah the prophet delivered the message to King Zedekiah of Judah. At this time, the Babylonian army was besieging Jerusalem, Lachish, and Azekah, the only fortified cities of Judah not yet captured. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord after King Zedekiah made a covenant with the people, proclaiming freedom for the slaves. He had ordered all the people to free their Hebrew slaves, both men and women, No one was to keep a fellow Judean in bondage. The officials and all the people had obeyed the king's command. But later, they changed their minds. They took back the men and women they had freed, forcing them to be slaves again. So the Lord gave them this message through Jeremiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I made a covenant with your ancestors long ago when I rescued them from their slavery in Egypt. I told them that every Hebrew slave must be freed after serving six years. But your ancestors paid no attention to me. Recently you repented and did what was right, following my command. You freed your slaves and made a solemn covenant with me in the temple that bears my name. But now you have shrugged off your oath and defiled my name by taking back the men and women you had freed, forcing them to be slaves once again. Therefore, This is what the Lord says. Since you have not obeyed me by setting your countrymen free, I will set you free to be destroyed by war, disease, and famine. You will be an object of horror to all the nations of the earth. Because you have broken the terms of our covenant, I will cut you apart just as you cut apart the calf when you walked between its halves to solemnize your vows. Yes, I will cut you apart, whether you are officials of Judah or Jerusalem, court officials, priests, or common people, for you have broken your oath. I will give you to your enemies, and they will kill you. Your bodies will be food for the vultures and wild animals. I will hand over King Zedekiah of Judah and his officials to the army of the king of Babylon. And although they have left Jerusalem for a while, I will call the Babylonian armies back again. They will fight against this city and will capture it and burn it down. I will see to it that all the towns of Judah are destroyed, with no one living there. This is the message the Lord gave Jeremiah when Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was king of Judah. Go to the settlement where the families of the Rechabites live and invite them to the Lord's temple. Take them into one of the inner rooms and offer them some wine." So I went to see Jaazaniah, son of Jeremiah, and grandson of Habazaniah, and all his brothers and sons, representing all the Rechabite families. I took them to the temple, and we went into the room assigned to the sons of Hanan, son of Igdaliah, a man of God. This room was located next to the one used by the temple officials, directly above the room of Maaseah, son of Shalom, the temple gatekeeper. I set cups and jugs of wine before them, and invited them to have a drink but they refused no they said we don't drink wine because our ancestor jehoanab son of recab gave us this command you and your descendants must never drink wine and do not build houses or plant crops or vineyards but always live in tents if you follow these commands you will live long good lives in the land so we have obeyed him in all these things we have never had a drink of wine to this day nor have our wives, our sons, or our daughters. We haven't built houses or owned vineyards or farms or planted crops. We have lived in tents and have fully obeyed all the commands of Jehonadab, our ancestor. But when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon attacked this country, we were afraid of the Babylonian and Syrian armies, so we decided to move to Jerusalem. That is why we are here. Then the Lord gave this message to Jeremiah. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Go and say to the people in Judah and Jerusalem, Come and learn a lesson about how to obey me. The Rechabites do not drink wine to this day, because their ancestor Jehonadab told them not to. But I have spoken to you again and again, and you refuse to obey me. Time after time I sent you prophets, who told you, Turn from your wicked ways, and start doing things right. Stop worshipping other gods, so that you might live in peace here in the land I have given to you and your ancestors. But you would not listen to me or obey me. The descendants of Jehonadab, son of Rechab, have obeyed their ancestor completely, but you have refused to listen to me. Therefore, this is what the Lord God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, Because you refuse to listen or answer when I call, I will send upon Judah and Jerusalem all the disasters I have threatened. Then Jeremiah turned to the Rechabites and said, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. You have obeyed your ancestor Jehonadab in every respect, following all his instructions. Therefore, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Jehonadab, son of Rechab, will always have descendants who serve me. During the fourth year that Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was king in Judah, the Lord gave this message to Jeremiah. Get a scroll and write down all my messages against Israel, Judah, and the other nations. Begin with the first message, back in the days of Josiah, and write down every message, right up to the present time. Perhaps the people of Judah will repent when they hear again all the terrible things I have planned for them then I will be able to forgive their sins and wrongdoings. So Jeremiah sent for Barak, son of Neriah. And as Jeremiah dictated all the prophecies that the Lord had given him, Barak wrote them on a scroll. Then Jeremiah said to Barak, I am a prisoner here and unable to go to the temple. So you go to the temple on the next day of fasting and read the messages from the Lord that I have had you write on this scroll. Read them so the people who are there from all over Judah will hear them. Perhaps even yet they will turn from their evil ways and ask the Lord's forgiveness before it is too late, for the Lord has threatened them with His terrible anger. Barak did as Jeremiah told him and read these messages from the Lord to the people at the temple. He did this on a day of sacred fasting held in late autumn, during the fifth year of the reign of Jehoiakim son of Josiah. People from all over Judah had come to Jerusalem to attend the services at the temple on that day. Barak read Jeremiah's words on the scroll to all the people. He stood in front of the temple room of Gemariah, son of Shaphan, the secretary. This room was just off the upper courtyard of the temple, near the new gate entrance. When Micaiah, son of Gemariah and grandson of Shaphan, heard the messages from the Lord, he went down to the secretary's room in the palace, where the administrative officials were meeting. Elishamah the secretary was there, along with deleah son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, son of Akbor, Gemariah, son of Shaphan, Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all the other officials. When Micaiah told them about the messages Barak was reading to the people, the officials sent Jehudai, son of Nethaniah, grandson of Shalemiah, and great-grandson of Cushai, to ask Barak to come and read the messages to them too. So Barak took the scroll and went to them. Sit down and read the scroll to us, the officials said. And Barak did as they requested. When they heard all the messages, they looked at one another in alarm. We must tell the king what we have heard, they said to Barak. But first, tell us how you got these messages. Did they come directly from Jeremiah? So Barak explained, Jeremiah dictated them, and I wrote them down in ink, word for word, on this scroll. You and Jeremiah should both hide, the officials told Barak. Don't tell anyone where you are. Then the officials left the scroll for safekeeping in the room of Elishama, the secretary, and went to tell the king what had happened. The king sent Jehudai to get the scroll. Jehudai brought it from Elishama's room and read it to the king as all his officials stood by. It was late autumn, and the king was in a winterized part of the palace, sitting in front of a fire to keep warm. Each time Jehudi finished reading three or four columns, the king took a knife and cut off that section of the scroll. He then threw it into the fire, section by section, until the whole scroll was burned up. Neither the king nor his attendants showed any sign of fear or repentance at what they heard. Even when Elnathan, Deleah, and Gemariah begged the king not to burn the scroll, he wouldn't listen. Then the king commanded his son, Jeremiah, Saraiah, son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, son of Abdiol, to arrest Barak and Jeremiah. But the Lord had hidden them. After the king had burned the scroll on which Barak had written Jeremiah's words, the Lord gave Jeremiah another message. He said, Get another scroll, and write everything again, just as you did on the scroll King Jehoiakim burned. Then say to the king, This is what the Lord says. You burned the scroll because it said the king of Babylon would destroy this land and empty it of people and animals. Now this is what the Lord says about King Jehoiakim of Judah. He will have no heirs to sit on the throne of David. His dead body will be thrown out to lie unburied, exposed to the heat of the day and the frost of the night. I will punish him and his family and his attendants for their sins. I will pour out on them and on all the people of Jerusalem and Judah all the disasters I promised, for they would not listen to my warnings. So Jeremiah took another scroll and dictated again to his secretary, Barak. He wrote everything that had been on the scroll King Jehoiakim had burned in the fire. Only this time he added much more. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience. Thank you for joining us.